Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Cash Clarity. I'm your host, Abby Nerderman, and I am happy that you're joining me today because I'm going to go over how to maximize your tax write-offs on business assets. Whoever came up with the tax law certainly did a great job confusing all of us common folk, assuming that that was their goal. I know that I want to qualify for as many tax breaks as possible and keep more of my money, and I'm willing to bet that you're like me. I have yet to meet a person who says, here, Uncle Sam, take more of my money. The tax code is long and boring and confusing to read. However, it's ultimately our responsibility to make sure we look out for our own best interest when it comes to our taxes. Although we do hope that we can work with tax professionals who will look out for us. We have so many other things that we're already responsible for. It's hard to know what we should learn and, and focus our time on. I totally understand. I get it. And I fully lean into this concept called just-in-time learning. Instead of trying to read or understand all the things up front, I try to focus my studies on what I need to know right now. And if you have business assets, you need to know about depreciation and what that means for your taxes this year. So what is a business asset? An asset is something that you own, and it's something that will allow you to carry out your business or trade. For example, machinery, equipment, tools, furniture, fixtures, office equipment, computers, vehicles, buildings, and land. Now, all those examples that I just gave you, those are tangible assets. Those are something that you can reach out and touch and feel. You could also have intangible items be assets as well, things like patents, trademarks, and copyrights. So now that you know what a business asset is, you might be wondering, what is depreciation? And depreciation is a fancy way of saying that you can write off the total purchase amount of an asset over a period of years, where you can deduct part each year. If you're new in business, say in the first one or two years of opening, you might not benefit from deducting the full amount of an asset if your sales are low and your expenses are high. In other words, you're expecting a net loss. Depreciating or writing off the asset over time would provide extra tax savings in future years. Likewise, if you go on a spending spree, let's say you go buy an airplane or something in one single tax year, then it might be good to write off that amount of some or all the new assets that you purchase in that year, which would reduce your total tax liability in future years. Now, you can't deduct everything in the first year that you buy it. There are some assets very specific assets that you must appreciate. And otherwise, you have the freedom to choose to immediately write something off or write it off over time. There are really three questions that you need to ask yourself when you're deciding if whether or not you want to write off something immediately or if you want to depreciate and, and write it off over time. And the first of those questions is, how much did the asset cost you? Now, Cost is specifically the purchase price, including sales tax, shipping, and any installation charges. If you pay for the asset in installments, 
Like, say you, you purchase a vehicle and you pay it in monthly installments, then the cost is the total purchase price as if you had paid for it all at once. Finance charges or interest charges are separate from the asset purchase, and those can be written off in the year that you uh, have to pay them. So those are outside of the purchase cost of your asset. So the the first question that you need to be asking is how much did the asset cost you? And, and, and there is some small fine print there that I, I just went over with you as far as what should be included in the cost and, and what's not. Now, the second question you want to ask yourself is, did you already own the asset? If you own the asset before starting your business, you can depreciate whichever amount is lower, the, the original purchase price or the market value on the day you started using the asset in your business. If it were me, I, I don't think I would bother with trying to determine the, the market value or trying to figure out the depreciation cost and all that, unless it's a real high dollar value asset item. And, and in that case, then I would likely have that asset appraised and, to determine that market value to, to see if it'd be worth depreciating. Otherwise, I would just leave it alone and just use it for my business and not worry about it. And then the third question you need to ask yourself is, what portion of time is the asset being used for business? Generally, if an asset is used partially for business and used partially for non-business use, then the business portion can be written off. And the classic example here is the use of a personal vehicle for work. I know we as small business owners, we, we use our, our vehicle to, to drive about town, doing our normal things, buying groceries, toting those kids around to all their activities. And then we also use our vehicle to, to meet with business clients or meet with business partners or referral partners or just other professionals networking while trying to run our business. We need to determine that percentage of what portion we're using the asset for business use and non-business use. And there are, are some ex exceptions that apply when uh, business use falls under 50% uh, for what we're going to go over today. So, so keep in mind that if it's not something that you use often for business, then it might not be something you want to consider uh, writing off or depreciating. And then you also want to keep detailed usage records to prove your business use. So so dates that the asset was used, uh, hours that it was used, miles, etc. All right, so those are the three questions you need to be asking yourself. How much did the asset cost you? Did you already own the asset? What portion of time is the asset used for business? Now, assuming you're not one of those cases where you're expecting a net loss in your business, you'll likely want to try and write off or deduct the cost of an asset before you decide to depreciate it. However, some assets must be depreciated, including, including most buildings and intangible assets. As a reminder, the Cash Clarity Podcast is free information for you to use, but it shouldn't be considered tax advice. You want to verify your unique situation with a knowledgeable tax preparer that can guide you on the best strategy for you. Also, keep in mind that Tax law, including the rules for depreciation, are always changing, and the information in this episode is true at the time of recording. So if you're listening to this in, off in the distant future, you might want to come back and circle back and, and check the 
what's new going on in the tax rules for today. All right. Now, there are three options that you can qualify for to write off business asset costs on your taxes. The first option are for assets that cost more than $2,500. And this option is known as the first year write-off. It's also known as Section 179. The maximum deduction for this option is $1 million, all assets combined. Now, you can still write off assets that are $2,500 or less, but those assets can qualify under the next option. So instead of applying Section 179 and using up part of that maximum dollar value, it's better to use the the other option for, for those lower cost items. Now, assets that exceed the maximum must be deducted with one of the other options or depreciated. So if you purchase more than $1 million of assets combined, you're going to be wanting to look at the other options to see if you can write those off. Otherwise, you'll need to depreciate the the remaining value. Now, you can choose to write off some assets and then depreciate others. However, there are many restrictions that apply to what assets can be written off or deducted. So, uh, instead of boring you with what all those restrictions are, I'm just going to link to the depreciation tax page on the IRS webpage for you to go peruse yourself. Otherwise, you want to get with a qualified tax preparer. Um, you can find the show notes at goldenratiobookkeeping.com forward slash 048. This is episode number 48. If your asset doesn't meet the requirements for this write-up option in section 179, it can qualify for one of the other two options. And let's go into the next one. So the next option is for assets that cost $2,500 or less. These assets can be written off in the year purchased under what's called the de minimis safe harbor method. If you choose this option, you must use it for all items that are $2,500 or less. That's the the caveat there. And you must include the list of assets that you claimed with your tax return, whereas with the section 179, you fill out a whole separate form, which is form 4562 with your taxes. That was option number two. Option number three is called the 100% bonus depreciation. There's been a lot of changes to this one over the last couple of years, thanks to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. So this is a good example of something that's changed recently and that you should keep your eye on in the future for future changes. All right, so the 100% bonus depreciation option allows you to to deduct the entire purchase amount in the year of the purchase. So essentially, you're not depreciating the asset at all. And it can be used for any asset except buildings and intangible assets. But some buildings can qualify, caveat, of course. Now, with the 100% bonus depreciation, there are no restrictions, and it's the simplest option. So if you want to claim the 100% bonus depreciation, you just fill out Form 4562 with your taxes, similar to Option 1 with the Section 179. One thing you absolutely must do, whether or not you write off the assets the you know, moment you get them or whether or not you decide to depreciate them, is that you need to create an asset list. And there are certain things that you want to keep 
certain pieces of information that you want to have on that list. The first thing that you want for each asset in your business is the purchase date or the date that you first used it in business. You want to have a description of the asset and you want to be as specific as possible. So if it's something that has a serial number, you're going to want to be capturing that type of information. You want to make note of whether or not the item was new or used at the time of purchase or at the, or when the asset was first used for business. And then you want to include that purchase cost. And remember, the cost includes sales tax, delivery, and installation charges. You'll want to note down the percentage used for business. If it's 100%, then nice and easy. If it's not, then you want to keep detailed records of your usage for the asset. And then you want to write down any write-off method or depreciation method that you're opting to use for that asset. Then like the purchase date or the start date, you want to also include the end use date. So this is the date that you would, would sell the asset. Maybe you retired it from use. Maybe it got destroyed, maybe it got stolen, etc. So, so the end of use date is something that you want to capture as well. You also want to note down any proceed amount. So if it is something that you did sell and you got some money back for it, you want to keep track of that amount. Or if it's something that got destroyed or stolen and you had to you know, claim it with your insurance, then whatever insurance settlement that you got, you want to take account for, for those proceeds as well. All right, so so that's the asset list, and that's something I definitely recommend you do. Um, now, how to calculate depreciation and what methods you can use to calculate it, that's a whole other topic for another episode. And really, if you depreciate assets, I recommend working with a knowledgeable tax professional to make sure it's done right, because it can be complicated. If this episode was any kind of indication, uh, yeah, it's it can be complicated. All right, today I want you to sit down and create or review and update your asset list if you already have one. So your homework for today is to sit down and create your asset list or to sit down and review and update the asset list that you already do have. This is so important because your asset list will determine what you can write off on your taxes and what you'll need to depreciate, which could mean missing out on tax deductions and ultimately paying more in taxes. Instead, if you do keep an updated list of assets, then you'll ensure to grab all of those possible tax deductions at tax time and save some money. So now that we're at the end of the episode, you should know what depreciation is and how it affects your tax write-offs and overall tax liability. Make sure you come back next week for another great episode of Cash Clarity. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts, and I'd be ever so grateful if you'd rate the show or leave a review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews help potential listeners just like you find the show. Until next time.